0: Join us as we dive into the mindset, strategies, and practices that can help you make a positive impact on your business and the world around you. You're listening to Getting It Wrong to Get It Right. Are you struggling to grow your business? Book a free business growth consultation with Joe today. In this consultation, you'll receive professional advice, step by step guidance that will help you achieve success,
1: best practices, and tips for improving profits clicking on the link in the description, or contacting us directly. Since late 2019, we've been caught in a potential state of crisis. And the more people that I speak to, the more that I understand the emotions which are going through each and every one of us. And a lot of people are are suffering from anxiety which could lead into depression. And there's multiple issues that are going on internally. So I thought today would be a very positive interview. And I've decided to bring on a leading expert, Dr. Francis Valor, a great psychologist. He has worked all over the world and he's gonna share some insights with us today. And I wanna talk about our strengths and the strengths that we have to offer internally that can help us externally. Francis, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Joe. Thank you for having me on.
1: Francis, as you heard in the, in just in the intro there, there's been a lot going on over the last couple of years and we could talk about COVID lockdown and now there are wars and a lot of people feel, especially in their careers as well, about work and everything that there seems to be this anxiety that is bubbling through or society. And I'd like to ask your thoughts about that.
0: You're so right, Joe, and I deal with it all the time, you know, people who are suffering from anxiety, it's almost like an epidemic. I have to add that it was not the COVID period of the last four years or so that we have had not not only the after effect. Even before that, this was already a very a huge number, proportion of people, especially younger people, who come with panic attacks and anxieties and and so on. And this intrigues me, has intrigued me always about why such a big rush of people with all these things, this, this kind of problems. Now, when people come with this, my intention is how can this person be free from what is going on here rather than explore all the causes and all those things are very useful people do that but i would like to see what would help this person and i quite immediately to see what what can be done to help this person that is one thing seeing the impact of this anxiety on people how disabling it becomes for a person how it stops them from living life well so help them and i see that in all the cases i keep aside a lot of the things that i had originally learned the the university in my training I began to see we have to go where the action is and not get stuck in our theories and this but the thing that is most effective for me I have found over the years is help this person the experiences in the body if we can work with that in the body this person will be freer quicker
1: let me ask you you mentioned there are young people and Unfortunately, I did an interview there a couple of weeks ago about, you know, the amount of suicide that has taken place with young people as well. We spoke beforehand about hopelessness. Have people, because of the digital world we're living in as well, have people lost who they are or who they're meant to be?
0: It's not only because of that, but it also adds another dimension to this hopelessness or this this disconnection with themselves. It's very true. I see that disconnection with themselves, disconnection from other people, and this sense of being alone, being alone to handle all these problems and losing hope and feeling helplessness along with that. They can't do I can't do anything. The only way out out is end all these kind of things. The people who are suicidal have this in common, how they have given up. But then it didn't happen suddenly. Most people don't do it impulsively. There was a process. There was a time. It, it took a while for them to come to the stage, most of them.
1: But even, you know, that, that feeling inside that people are going through. And, it you know, I've been there many years ago and I had to walk myself through it and came out the other end. And now I, I know, like, as my wife, when I say to my wife, I'm happy. And she goes, What did I tell you about being happy? You know, that's not a good thing. But it's an internal process. But, but why is it an epidemic at the moment? You know, the youth have lost a way where, you know, hundreds of years ago, the elders would take the kids when they were getting a bit restless, the teens, and bring them through this passage of where they would go from being a child to manhood. And society has lost that in such a way. Would that be part of it as well?
0: I would think there is a big element to that. One of the ways I would I would frame it a little differently. I notice that uh, the proportion of people, or uh, I don't know statistically, the proportion of people who have experiences of anxiety is higher in certain, ki- certain countries compared to other countries. And I wonder why. And I also noticed, even in those same countries, talking to people there, this was not the way it was, say, some years ago. The, the sentence that begins with, when we were young, the situation was different. Of course, it was different. And w- one significant difference is this. When people struggle, people have to work hard. People have to, to, have a, have to focus in order to live, even even their survival is at stake, then there's no room for anxiety. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? What is it that keeps them going? Is it purpose? Or, or, I would think there is energy that is not focused. The energy that is in the body and that turns into, when energy loses its way, its direction, it turns into anxiety, is my way of describing it.
1: That's fascinating because when someone is focused and working hard and focused on the project, they haven't got time to think about anything else. And that energy that they're using, that they're dry putting into the project, actually can is being used for the project to be successful. However, there is an element that when they're not using that energy, that energy then is you can't get rid you can't destroy energy it has to go somewhere then that energy is turning into negativity which then brings in all the issues so that's mental but it's also body body as well it's would it be correct in saying that
0: it's very much in the body. And I think we are making a big mistake about the, the focusing too much on the mind as a way out to, to help people free from anxiety because mind is the culprit. A lot of these things are hatched in the mind. All this negative thinking. The, 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 the Well, if you have an anxious body, anxious experience, there has to be an anxious, anxious, anxiety-provoking, causing mind with the thoughts and beliefs and so on that are behind it so will you go to the enemy to get what you want you, for a solution to the problem to the you go somewhere else you find where it works for you rather than what somebody who is depleting you or, or defeating you that's the body body is reliable
1: so if the body is reliable do you have to go back and remember when the body picked up that memory and then how do you actually then release it
0: very important question. Before I answer one more thing here, I have to add. When people struggle, they are energized and they, they are focused and they have no time for anxiety. Is it interesting? In the, and now in recent years, it has been a lot easier for younger people than it was for their fathers or mothers or like that. And so their resources are less challenged in the process of living and making a living than it used to be. Hmm? So that is an important point about that. But with regard to the body, I would look at removing the obstacles in the body first. Why I say that? Because everything is kept in the body. Body is a storehouse of all all the experiences and all the things that happen to us, all the traumas and difficulties. There are all defects of that will be uh, kept in the body just because a person doesn't remember doesn't mean it doesn't affect that person sometimes it may be for a, for good reasons they need to forget those things and forgetfulness or a block of that memory may make it easier for them to live their lives until the time comes this block can be removed how is it held you know it's one of the things that we know it is not just a theory we know from the experience experience of the body and investigations into this, what is happening in the brain and the nervous system and so on. There are changes that take place in the body of a person who has experienced traumas and they remain like blocks that stop this person from living life happily or confidently or experiencing the strength that is innate within us. At least no block is the way it should have been the way. However, Until we go there and do something about these things, they will affect a person. I say this because of years of experience with lots and lots of people um, that this is exactly how it is and the great help we can give them. Sometimes people don't realize when they are coming with anxiety, they don't realize that there are obstacles that they themselves do not know that is held within their body and helping them to remove them most of the people with anxiety issues, I, I, I have noticed that they have something there that they need to look at before they can work on their anxiety and let it go. Once that obstacle is removed, I don't need to focus on anxiety.
1: You, you mentioned there that parents didn't have time to be anxious. Is it a case that because society has got easier, I can only go back to a story that my mother would have said to me, we had a better in our day. And I could never understand that because she lived in a small house. There was six kids, two bedrooms. But I remember her saying, oh, we had we had the best days. And as I get older, I understand she talks about the freedom that they had, the choices that they had, but they worked hard as well but they laughed a lot and they had great fun where we are now that everything is sort of handed to everybody. The pendulum swings. So maybe it's because one generation suffers, the next generation wants to give everything. But the other thing that I want, I want to home in as well, you said about those blocks that, that, yeah. that can create that anxiety. Is that shame as well? Is there shame tied up into that?
0: Uh, there is shame involved in many of them. And many of those have got many of those traumatic experiences and difficulties of shame in it. And that makes it very difficult for a person to, to be confident. Shame has also a social dimension. Uh, it is because be, being shamed is a social ex- sort of experience. Yes, in general. See, like I, I'm ashamed of myself if I say that. If I sit here by myself and think about my being by myself, it is not a shame, but shame in the context of being in society. If there are a person who is often the two emotions that people experience in difficult situations is guilt and shame. But guilt is, of course, it's an empty emotion that is very corrosive for people. And it's easier in many ways to deal with guilt than shame because of the social dimension of the shame this if there were not other people if there is no society i wonder there will be will there be a shame in the self perception of people when there is a sense of um, inferiority or feeling lacking like confidence etc shame is not the main ingredient in it i would shame is specific to the external but it's very important it is a very difficult thing because Because of that, it's also a little more difficult to deal with.
1: Someone once described shame as falling off the roof with your hands behind the back and hitting the ground with your face. And most people will never do it. So a lot of people, even though they possibly know deep down in their subconscious mind, this is it, they won't look at it because because it terrifies them.
0: Yes, indeed. It is actually many of these things that people would, uh, if they would face it and if they, they deal with it, it would be so much more freeing for people that there's no more that shame within them, but they have to dare to do that. A lot of these problems that we are talking about of, of, of uh, human being, human, human problems that we are dealing with, there's no way of dealing with them other than facing them. If you face them, it's a lot, lot easier
1: and uh, including anxiety. And knowing it. And I think, as I just want to pull back about when you speak about energy, because yes. that is the energy. Like I find myself, if I sometimes get a little bit stressed, I'll actually just blow it out. So I'll open up my mouth and I'll go and let that energy go. Now, for me, that m- works because it's some sort of mechanism that is taking it from internally to go blowing it out and it's a trigger in my mind that balances things that works for me if you get a little bit muddled or stressed about something but the energy that people have that don't do that that bubbles up inside them like water hitting a dam and the pressure gets a lot lot worse which then explodes into something which causes a bigger problem
0: Absolutely. In fact, an example I often give to people would be like uh, starting the car. Say, imagine it's an auto automatic and uh, you press the brake and press the accelerator fully. And what happens? What is the experience? What is the sensations that you get, etc.? Isn't your nervousness or your anxiety similar to that?
1: Yes, you, you, get, you, get a, you get a lot of noise, but you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know? Yes, and
0: also the tremor, the shaking of all those things. The, the direction of energy of this type is outward. And if it can, if you we in the living of life and the expression of ourselves and so on, orient the energy outward where it should go, we are okay, we are fine. If that is retained, kept, and it is creating difficulty, that's a... That is a problem. Anger is a very interesting thing. When people are depressed and so on, they feel down. There is no energy. And when they begin to feel a bit angry, I would say, great, good news. And not the irritability, but beginnings of anger. And they are coming back to life. Because energy that should be used in the living of life and in the removal of obstacles in their way, is, usually it is outward. But now this is being turned inward, and that creates depression. Lack of expression of that energy is the cause of depression.
1: But is it also if someone is angry? Yeah, They're getting angry at someone because there's something in the back of their mind bubbling up that is triggering them to be angry
0: you we may not have something some uh, someone necessarily about the anger
1: sometimes it is
0: yeah no. a situation some something that or or themselves and so on and uh, the this becomes a cyclic thing it copes on and on and on but what you said earlier about how you would scream, I would think of this one yeah before before the before our uh, in many situations, I experience nervousness. I have talked to groups and audiences innumerable times from a young age, but I still feel nervous before they, before it begins. And once it begins, I'm fine, I'm comfortable, I can continue. What happens is, what I, when I begin to feel that, what I do is let it out of the system. One of the things I do is shake my body, shake. And uh, that helps very much. That's easy. Sometimes uh, any physical expression of energy is very helpful.
1: I can concur because if I before I go up on stage, yeah, I feel like vomiting. Yeah, and I, I what I do is I sit there and I compose myself and I run through the talk in my head. And I visualize myself walking onto stage and beginning. And once I begin, the mind just shuts down. You know, there's no thinking anymore. It's just the persona. But I do agree with that. People are wonderful. There are so many good people in the world. The world has a lot of wickedness in it, and it's designed that way. But there are so many good people. I'm sure everybody has gone through some stage in their life of questioning what they do. Some people make it through it, some people don't. And some people are in it at the moment. What is the process that they need to take? Just a small process, just to relieve, you know, just to relieve a little bit of the tension that that they're having now. What what, What would be a step in the right direction?
0: I will say it as part of of the anxiety issue, for example, nervousness or anxiety and so on that people feel. I have found the best, the most important and the first step that I suggest to people is breathe. You know, most of us, I don't know, I wouldn't, it may not be right to say statistically, of course, we don't know how people breathe, but I have noticed that vast majority of people, in fact, most people, do not breathe well. Shallow. And that's a fertile ground for anxiety.
1: If someone is listening to this yeah. and you watch your breath, you will realize that you just breathe shallowly. You just breathe enough to keep the body going and breathe out again. You are not yes. taking a full breath and yeah. out. Yes. And you're right. It's like a, it's just that the lungs are just like if you got a balloon and put it to your mouth and just went, and didn't blow it up fully i think the majority of people if they analyzed their breathing would would concur with that
0: when people come about for uh, issues like uh,
1: anxiety for example
0: just this quick question this just quick one thing alone makes a big difference to them and then of course they will forget it uh, remember to breathe breathe deeper in fact breathe from the belly, you know, shallow breathing causes anxiety, deep breathing causes relaxation. But interesting thing is also, I would always, I, when people do this, I come to me, I ask them, you know, after the first session or two it said, we won't be talking anymore about anxiety. Why? What do you, what are you looking for? Is it a lasting remedy for this? If so, what we we are not going to be looking at the problem because the problem will continue as long as you keep looking at it. Whatever we look at becomes larger or bigger, whereas we need to look in a direction where we need to go. That is, what is it that you need in in the absence of which you are experiencing experiencing this anxiety? It doesn't take more almost everybody says immediately, feeling strong, feeling confident okay, let's go there. If anxiety gives you this body, let's see what is the body that would experience this this strength and confidence and so on. So from then onwards, we focus our attention where where we need to go, not where we are coming from. That is a big breakthrough for them to begin to realize. That is why people with this kind of problems get well fast and keep that change. They don't slide back into this because once it is in the body we if we can embody the change that we experience we keep it we will not let it go
1: you're right because if you keep talking about something you're giving it energy yes but if we were to change the thought process will help eliminate it or dissolve it are you saying if they get that feeling it's a it's a flag to go start thinking positive here instead of yeah. I want to talk about this because you know people feel sorry for me if I f- talk about this. Because I think there could be an element of that as well in some people. Yes, no? Yeah,
0: yes, very much so. You know, and another part of this thing is I would also add to this the focus on the body. We are more productive, we get better, we we and the change remains. So when people want to say, when, when they say they are feeling better, they are confident, I would say, show me. People in leadership, in you know, a leadership in business or in a, you know the corporate people and so on, When they, very important for them to embody the change that they want to experience is quicker, much, much quicker. So a leadership should be in the body. If you claim that you are confident, I would like to see a confident body. Body shows that. So. And then, in uh, specifically in certain things like in their breath, posture, posture, speech, the voice, huh? and movement, and so on. So we work with all those kind of things. That is way quicker than all this mental stuff that we get.
1: I noticed when. I'm doing a talk and I'm watching the people come in to take their seats, the amount of people that will walk in with their head down and the very few that will walk in neck straight, taking the room, the energy, because that aura that we all have around us is consciously or subconsciously, probably subconsciously, letting someone else's subconscious mind know the demeanor of that person. It's like when I used to travel around the world, my brother, God rest his soul, John would say to me, when you're in a foreign country, look like a mugger instead of a muggy. That aura that you have will protect you. A persona of confidence that I had when, when I was traveling.
0: Yeah, I would, sometimes I tell people about the, the eagle, the, you know, the, you have a choice whether you want to be, the the worm or the bird is
1: post traumatic stress the same
0: um, P- no it is a different category not the anxiety you say anxiety and depression and so on can result us uh, they may have the uh, symptom you know, side effects of that in shown in these things but uh, we can get anxiety and depression for other, other other reasons too but ptsd is a serious thing and it's very it's only previously somehow we managed to deal with it and somehow to live with it. And I had, when many of these new approaches and so on used to come out, I used to go for all anything that would help people, I would go for it. And so every summer like in America, I learned a lot more new, new things that were up, up to date with all these things. One of the things I noticed that there is a way out. There is a way out, too good to be true kind of a ways of dealing with traumas. Now it is in the body, through the body, not through the mind. No amount of work with the thinking and uh, feeling and so on. They would actually deepen the trauma rather than help you free. So I work with the body of people and their brain, their nervous system, etc. And directly to help them to come out. You know the thing, the result is very quick. People... Um, instead of spending a long, long time having to go through a process of healing, they will be free in very few sessions, whether it be traumas like uh, accident, and injury, those kind of things, or whether it is uh, abuse, victims, some of them who were like that for decades, who are suffering because of this, well, many are still, and uh, people who had all kinds of um, abuse, abuses, violence, um, in... These are the kind of things that is possible earlier that are unimaginable that you you would ever be fully, really, free. Now we can say, yes, we can. But not only that, this PTSD changes a person's life and affects that we have after the trauma is released, we have to go, we have to get the life back. That is where the lot of work is done after the trauma is gone because your life Centered around the trauma and the effects of the trauma and so on. Then a lot of fears and a lot of emotional damage was done as a result. And sometimes shame also. And then how do you live a li- life as a freer person?
1: I think you you nailed it there. How do you live your life as a freer person? And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that couldn't even imagine what that would be because of all the external parts in the world job, you know, family, mortgage, car payments, all the external stuff that is they feel is keeping them from joy.
0: Absolutely. One of the you know very interesting thing is when you said about a job, I thought of I thought I should say this also. The people in business and in leadership in positions where they are in the you know executives and so the 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 big ones the they get into a style of life and a thing that keeps them going and they begin to to keep doing the same thing again and again but you know in course of time they don't they some way or other life catches up with them what they have not resolved reaches them somewhere some way finally what happens is the they are carrying the burdens of the past some of sometimes you see it in their relationships home family etc so it is almost becomes either our business or my life business or my my myself so they get into a cycle of this one of self neglect and they they live like that but and then at work also many people find a lot of difficulties and challenges But people who work for them may not be able to do anything about it because, oh, that's the boss. We can't do anything. (laughs) Yet, if this person would only do something about it. Sometimes the whole business has gone downhill. Many times has gone because they have their problems that they have not resolved. They don't even realize they have some problems. And when they begin to seek help, they realize, oh my God, I had things that I had not resolved long ago. But one of the things I noticed is this many people have chosen that option of get well. I want to change my find myself before I go back to work. And usually, some of them amazing successes because of that. Many of them have actually people who are in business. i I remember this you know for example, one story of this person who had lost his uh, tens of millions in the a few years ago and the whole business collapsed. Several of them actually, and I But when they had, both of them had personal issues in the past they had not dealt with before. One way out was work, 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 and uh, competition and getting better and so on, but they lost contact with themselves. Now they began to see what has happened to me is actually turning out to be good for me. I don't want to be that person again. I want my life has to be different. One of them actually took to meditation with me, and he 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 had a history of alcohol alcoholism and for a long time, and very successful in business. And it worked, but when it collapsed, he collapsed. But he said when he stopped drinking, a big step, and then started meditation. His his motto was he started sparkling water instead of wine or alcohol. So he would say. Still mind, sparkling water. And he kept it up. To this day, years later, not a drop of alcohol. And business, yes, lost a lot, let it go. I'm more important than all that money that was lost. So a downsized business, and he started again. And he's very successful. Very successful, especially with his family and with himself.
1: I think what comes up is self-worth yeah. and fear and you mentioned there that someone you know the boss is meant to the leader is meant to show people you know who who they are and they can't talk to him because they may fear that he may go oh my god i didn't know you were like that so i need to get rid of you right this is what people think but the leader May be going through those problems as well because it's very lonely at the top as a owner or a CEO of, of a CEO of a company. But then, when people try and block this out and work, 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 work to try and get something along over the line, there's also the element of greed. And I look at it. I use the example of you look at. There's billionaires in this world that have everything, but it's still not enough. Now they want to go to Mars. You know, they're always trying to fulfill a desire which is feeding off them. Am I not good enough? Fear, self-worth, going back to, is it trickling down, going back to a trauma that we've all had at some stage in our lives? That we haven't addressed, and I just want to like what I learned to do is walk in the countryside, and I know there's people living in cities that don't have that advantage. But it's walking in the countryside and nature, using the energy of nature. But it's also when you say to someone, "Breathe, meditate for two minutes." They look at you like you're crazy. You're a crazy person. I'm saying. How you breathe all day, how and you're running around. Surely three minutes of just sitting there and breathing properly can't be heard. And it's probably the most difficult thing that you're asking somebody to do.
0: Absolutely. It's so, so true. What you are saying is so true. A few minutes away from their work, away from their mind, away from the mind, busy mind, the working busy mind. Yeah, busy mind. Come away from it for a few minutes, or in the in course of the day to spend just two, three minutes only, only out of all those things, will the business collapse? Far from it. It will do much better. In fact, the the one of the things that these people who have who who get addicted to work like that and were addicted to success like that until they find themselves, they will keep it up. The day they find themselves, they will be happy. Really, because the wo- often the one that they, they have no idea what we are talking about. You, they you said, I, don't, I like nothing. Yeah, you like everything. Because if you are not, you haven't found yourself, you haven't found anything. What's the use of all that money?
1: Meaning. I think it's Victor Franklin spoke about meaning in life when he was in a concentration camp and he could see the sun rise. He found meaning. and meaning we can call it purpose and we have many purposes in life and i have spoke about this on different shows and people kind of go okay what is my purpose but if they really un- and then it's broken into what's my why what's my why which now through my own journey has made me realize it's about meaning what meaning do i bring to my life what meaning do i my legacy. Yeah. And when someone finds their true values, their in their meaning, which thinking about values, it's part of their value system. Instead of being that slave to that job or whatever, if they look at their values and then look at their meaning and what they like doing, I think that then is a stepping stone. For them to find their true purpose, but also for them to eliminate the anxiety and the fear and the self-worth as well. Would you agree with me on that, Francis?
0: You know, I, if you asked me a few years ago, I would have said absolutely. That's 100%. Because I, I In fact, in my early years in psychology, I wrote a paper on um, Viktor Frankl's uh, approach and logotherapy and all those kind of things. Um, now, I see it differently. You know now how I see it now. I see it, you know, you referred to that about uh, lonely at the top, mm. but there are some people who are very inspiring because they are and they are not lonely at the top. What is so inspiring to me about them is they are people who have the capacity to love, to feel compassion towards to 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 be uh, like they are not do good type, but at the same time they do a lot of good because of their style, because of their most important thing, they're connected to themselves. So they become loving people. So this to me gives more than, this is in a sense, it is an overarching theme in our lives. So, and always starts with yourself. I always, always, you, we love people only if we love ourselves. Yes. And if we neglect ourselves, we neglect other people. And the greatest success is is for me? Is that a person has found himself or herself, and there is love in that finding, and I love what I have found. I love myself, and that person owes us love for other people, and in business, and in uh, and it is not failure of business. In fact, we have re- recent years, the studies done at Stanford University has found that kindness, compassion, etc., actually, even as a business proposition, like a uh, turn your workplace into a compassionate place, place where people experience this, and it has to start from the top. And if they do, then they will be, actually they have found, even the the stats of this, bottom down, always goes up. People feel appreciated. People feel supported. People, there were people who work for them, feel good to be working there. They wouldn't leave. And personally, I have known some uh, business like that
1: acknowledgement yeah people want to be heard yes and if a leader can express the goodwill and the work that someone is doing and then listen to their ideas that has a tremendous value internally for the person but as for the organization as well and as you were saying you know about loving yourself and those leaders at the top They've had to go through this process, you know, the valley of death for them to walk out the other side. Personally, I feel I've walked through that and I'm a happy person. We all have our good days and bad days, but I'm a happy person. And I know that I love myself as well, which then acts in everything that I do. And I love my work. I love helping people with their sales and their marketing and helping people grow their business and help and in there helping them with their self-development as well. I love doing that. I actually adore doing that. But it took, it's after taking me a long time, like I'm in my fifties to realize that where I used to think I was, you know, in my twenties or thirties, thought it was something else. Till you look at your life and go, do you know what? I'm all right with what I have and I don't need any of the the bells and the whistles and the private jets. I'm happy, and I think when you get to that, you don't need anything. You don't know. Sorry, you don't want anything. You only look at what you need. Yes, well said.
0: I have. I, I I agree with you completely. Once once the house is in order, meaning ourselves, the rest is a lot lot easier. And uh, it's easier to be successful if we have succeeded with ourselves. It's easy to care for people if we care for other people. A famous uh, a psychiatrist in New York said, "It's only to the extent that we love ourselves we can love other love other people." Strange but true, but with no exceptions.
1: That's beautiful, and that's something that you, you need to ponder on.
0: Yes, indeed, actually, very much so, and that is one of the things I, I say. These kind of things like uh, self love, self healers our healing oneself or um, or um, spend a few quiet moments with yourself meditate even small uh, spend some t- time in nature these would all look outlandish for a busy busy successful businessman at the same time this is exactly what the doctor is prescribing for them <laughs> for real yeah. success
1: in life a real but, success in life yes have we left anything out
0: what we one of the things, I, a couple of little points I want to say. One is, when a person goes through hardships and troubles and difficulties, we we would see only one side of it usually, how, how much I am or this person is suffering. But the great thing about it is, the finished product that comes out of it, <laughs> the result of all that you have gone through, what it has made of you. That's the question. And I I, I never forget the words of the the you know, call to arms, Ernest Hemingway, we grow strong in broken places. Beautifully said, but he was not the first to say that. The meaning of that was always there. You, because you have gone through this, you are better, you are strong. And that is a big thing to say about traumas. People who have gone through this know what we are talking about. That's one. Uh, the other thing is that uh, we have, um, It may sound like a very, very challenging, difficult kind of things. But if actually, if we take the courage to do this, we'll begin to see how far easier it is, how far better it is for us to deal with these issues in ourselves and be free so that at least the rest of our life, we can be happier. Then many people have said this to me. If only I knew this is what I would get when I when if i do this the benefit i would be getting i why did i delay this long and and uh, one more factor is if we when we do this when a, a, a leader leads himself first allows himself to be so transformed it doesn't stay limited to him it doesn't stay limited to his family it affects everybody around him and his business and his, uh, that is another very very important point if, I, if you don't do it for yourself, at least do it for those people, your family, your children and so on. Sometimes I have said this to people. If you don't, would you like your children to be like you? A blunt question, isn't it? <laughs> Many people would say no, no. Well, if you don't change, if you don't move in this direction, this is exactly what is going to happen.
1: Awareness. This- yes. It's, and that, that is the... That- that's generations it's breaking it's knowing is the start because a lot of people will go through life and not see this but knowing is the start to healing yeah and it's also could be that person could be the person that breaks that ancestral issue that has gone through generations and generations as well
0: absolutely true that is and uh, this uh, this awareness of the what you are you you brought that word it's such a huge big thing and that is why in all my work that i what, what has made me so much more successful with people to help them is that element all always from the days of my my contact with tony dimello my mentor predecessor teacher he i learned this without awareness All our psychology and all kinds of things that we are doing is of no value. No, all all the things that we can do bring in a little awareness, you would begin to see what a difference it is going to make to our lives, ourselves, including in business.
1: That's true. Very self awareness, self awareness, self awareness. Francis, yeah, what did you get wrong to get right?
0: I obviously
1: a lot of things wrong, but i will say only
0: one or two, you know, very little. Um, in I have made many mistakes. One of the things I have done is to uh, dare to look at them and say, I may be wrong there, and then change it. But a much bigger thing that I would say is that um, went through experiences in my life that were very challenging and difficult, going back to my childhood. One of thing, like, uh, the things, like the family situation, for example, the challenges of that in those days and difficulties because of certain difficult situations that caused really, it's like a traumatic experiences and very painful experiences in the uh, uh, growing, growing up with that. However, um, and it affected me a lot, healing those, who are, those were great breakthroughs done early enough. I was fortunate to have the type of help that I needed at that time to be able to see what it did to me. Not only that, to, when people come to me, I know what they go through because I've been there. So that is a big, strong point for me because I don't do this like a, somebody who, who has not gone through. You don't know what you're talking about. They don't know what I have gone through. <laughs> yeah. So it was not easy. I made it.
1: And that's that's why I I always believed that the things that at that time we got wrong, looking back on them, they helped us. They made us get things right on it.
0: Yeah. And uh, that is true for all the people who are very successful in their lives. There's always there is a story. Behind every successful person, there is a trail of failures, mistakes.
1: Yes. Well, we learn from our mistakes and which, as you say, helps us be successful. Some of the topics that we have spoke about here are very much relevant. And I know that you're a man that has decades of experience. So is there anything that we have left out that will be of benefit to the listeners?
0: One thing that comes to my mind immediately is the role of failures. Would you believe that I would be saying that to instill in people greater strength and courage and the importance of resilience. About this, I would like to add a little bit only, that just as I said a little while ago, behind every successful person, there are a lot of a history of failures. Many years ago, I remember reading a book. It's funny in many ways, but at the same time, it is a book of heroic failures. There are a list of all kinds of people who have failed. In, in Edison, is very frequently mentioned as the one of those people who did who failed numerous times. How many times to get a light? The correct thing to use as the filament in a light bulb. Two thousand seven hundred and seventy-four is supposed to be. And he said, not failures, they are learnings. Similarly, when our other famous people, it's easy to remember like Oprah Winfrey and where she came from, what background, and how successful he has become. But the less known people are the ones, the heroes of daily life and struggles and so on. How many people have, against all odds, become very successful? The, the many an athlete that I worked with who, who struggled a lot, who failed a lot and became very successful. And without that, if they don't see them as failures, their practices, their are learnings then it will make it uh, that reframing is very important to keep a positive outlook about what is happening is very important. And uh, one of the things in the using failure to succeed, if we have that mindset that nobody starts with everything there, there is no, no this is a growing thing. That's why they say you need to have a growth mindset that we move from here to there and you are on the mountain top. You got there because you were at the bottom before. That mentality is very important for us to have. And also, people who who have, in order to be successful, courage is very important. Strength and courage. Strength is the, you know, the resources that you have. Courage is ability against whatever odds you have to use that strength. It's no use having all the strength. They'll be wasted if I don't use them. If I don't show the courage, say, come out there and show I can do this. I failed, made a mistake. Well, I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do better. The next time it will be better than the last time. And so on. So it goes like that. And then one of the, it's very helpful for us to have, to have a line, a tagline or a thing like that. When, for example, one of the things that inspired me very much is a quote from DiMello that he got from 14, 15th century mystic in, in England. Julian of Norwich. And she said, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. On Tony's tomb, those are the words that are written there, all shall be well. When things go really difficult for me, I remind myself of that, all shall be well. So earlier also when I referred to, in the past, to look at all the failures and history, but don't look there. Extract the lesson from each one, move on. and. Is there something I need to look at there? I do that. And then I would focus attention on where I am going rather than what I left behind me. And so it's very important to have this kind of things. And, you know, one thing I have found is very important to be kind to myself. For example, when I am failing, when I make mistakes and so on, to have some self-compassion. An attitude that I have towards me. Don't push and prod and give out to against myself. But be kind to myself so that I would be inspired by myself if necessary to get going, get back on the saddle. So self-compassion is a very necessary quality. And uh, I find also very helpful to, I, I would say this to people, take care of yourself. Self-neglect is a crime, a sin and you take care of yourself. Concretely, what would it mean? Your body, your sleep, your exercise, your sleep. If we neglect any of them, there will be dire consequences, unfortunately. You can borrow time sometimes, we can borrow some extra work, but you can't be doing this as your normal and only way of living life. And uh, these are the kind of things I would say it's very helpful for us to keep in mind using our failures to succeed, uh, to build within us that attitude of strength, confidence, resilience. This is our best insurance, and this is our best practice in the way to success. This is what I would say.
1: From suffering, we find our strength. I wrote that down, as you were saying, and I think you were spot on. I think there's another show that we, we could do at a later date, And that's uh, why the body traps the energy that creates illness in us all. And also for having people to understand the power of their thoughts, which then can help them manifest what they need in the future as well. Because there is that element of the energy that we have that can actually contribute in a positive way to a person's life. I think that there's, there's definitely another show there as well.
0: Oh, thank you very much. Actually, that's a very useful, very important, and helpful thing for people. plus, in my field of psychology, there is not enough attention given to the body. and uh, and that is actually our big, big help. This is our the most important help is to use our body effectively, quicker, quickest way, and surest way.
1: Dr. Francis Velor, you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a psychologist. you, have helped so many people, and you continue to help so many people as well, in corporate world and in their personal life. Where could people find you where can people if people want to reach out and use your services or get to know more about you or get one of your books, how can they do this?
0: my I have a website that would be the easiest. Um, it is www. Demello B-E-M-E-L-L-O com. There will also be www.sadhana.ie, which is a non-profit, S-A-D-H-A-N-A dot I-E. That is the same name that Tony Dimello had given to his center that we both ran for 28 years.
1: We'll in put India. those links up in yes. the in the notes so people can pick them as well. Yes. Dr. Francis Bellore, thanks for coming on today. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me, Joe. Thank you very much. You're listening to Getting It Wrong to Get It Right.